we're heading toward the end of the year show with my very special and beloved guest. Who do you think it is, listeners? It's Sonia. It's me. I'm back. <laughs> Aloha. Aloha. Welcome. Ekumumai. Welcome. We would love for you to help us today since the listeners and myself are sick of my voice being the only voice on this show we would love you to help us talk about what's coming up which for most of us or we're in it or we're going to be in it are the holidays dun 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 Sonia how are you preparing for the holidays with gusto I mean, for me, the big holiday rush is around um, Christmas and New Year's, Mm -hmm. not really Thanksgiving, but the Christmas and New Year's gets very hectic because we go home, both my husband and I, and we don't really live near our family. So when we go home, it's crazy. We have to see everybody, you know, everybody else is working. So we're usually the ones traveling around and seeing everyone because we have more flexibility in our schedule. I mean, it's very much one of those vacations that I need a vacation from at the end of it. So you may or may not recall, since you do so much for the Dear Dana Mahina listeners and for me, last week's show was about the vacation feels like a trip and it might not be a very good trip. Are you saying the same thing? This particular one? Yes, very much so. Sorry to your husband's family and your family if they're listening. In particular, I do know your family and I love you all, you you (laughs) Sonia people. So we're going to talk today about the next step in the sequence. I promised last week that we would do a sequence throughout the holidays, regardless of what holiday you celebrate. And for those of you that don't celebrate holidays, something just tells me from my work with thousands of people that you probably feel the holiday rush and the capturing of your soul that is come to this dinner come to this party let's go out let's do this and we're pretty much in a post-pandemic type world I don't know not exactly in a lot of ways we are so people are clamoring to be together there's more parties there's more activities so we want to actually help people to reduce that guilt what we always talk about as you know incredibly well over all these years reduce the guilt and increase the joy. And the the way this came up in sequence is that a really good client of ours that you and I both know extremely well, and we love her and she'll be listening. You know who you are. We We really were (laughs) shouting it out to the E. We'll leave it at that. So we want her to know that her question And her comment was not the only one. Some of the feedback that we got from the show was very similar in terms of, okay, great, I'm reducing guilt. Yes, you've taught me how to do that. Dear Dana Mahina, now I need help with, okay, but during these super exhausting, everybody expects something of me times, if I'm gonna put myself first, if I'm gonna practice that me before we, how in the world do I do that when I'm being pushed and pulled in 18 directions and trying to, integrate my family, my career, my friendships, my community, my own well-being. And it is hard. It, it's hard for everyone. It's hard for me. Is it hard for you, Sonia? Very. And, and I think the part of it that at least for me is difficult is I want to do it. 
Like I want to go out and be with my friends and family. I want to go to the big parties. I want to see everybody. It's not a chore in the sense that I don't really want to go, but I feel obligated to go. Or if I don't go, then they're going to be mad at this family member. And then that family member is going to tell me, and then it's going to be a drama. That's not why it's difficult. It's difficult because it's just a lot. And when I say I need a vacation from a va that vacation, what I mean is I just need a minute to be alone and then I'm fine. I just need a week to be alone after I've extroverted myself out, basically. So you fell into the trap, which is excellent. So we're going to dump our pre-show rehearsal and we're actually going to use you as the Dana Mahina guinea pig once again. This is why the listeners love you you can actually test this stuff out and they don't even have to call in. We wish you would. We wish you would schedule a live call in in the new year. We told you there's a new show format coming. You're going to actually be able to ask me stuff in real time. And then we will pre-record the show and then air it within days or a week of recording. So stay tuned, dear listeners, dear Dana Mahina is having a little bit of a shift in her own harmony because it still beats balance every time. And Sonia, you might not realize what you said. You said, I just need a minute. So that last I checked universally is 60 seconds. Okay. I need more than 60 seconds. I need a week. And then <laughs> you, yeah, you did say a week. So a week is how many hours in a week? 168. Right. So good. You knew that answer. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm embarrassed that I have to think about it. <laughs> so do you really need 168 hours? And I, I'm teasing you and it's out of love. Or do you need somewhere between a minute and 168 hours? Is it safe to say it's somewhere in between there? Maybe. I think it depends on, honestly, it depends on how exhausted I am by the end of it. Now, if it's uh, more relaxed, like last year because of the pandemic and everything, we were not running around. It was very chill. Yeah, then I needed maybe two days to recoup and feel better. But it, if this holiday season is what I think it's going to be, then yes, I will need 168 <laughs> uninterrupted hours of alone time. <laughs> and this audience is very, very good at holding others accountable. They're working on holding themselves accountable because it's still <laughs> easier to hold others accountable. I agree, audience. When you say two days, do you literally mean like you're going to go off somewhere and be alone? Do you, what do you really mean? What's in your heart? Is it 10 hours? Like try to get more pinpointed in terms of what that me before we time really looks like. For me personally, the, it looks like I need two days where I have no expectations placed on me. Like I can just do whatever I want. Now I may binge watch a TV show, I may get up and do something, I may cook. It doesn't matter. The point, the important thing for me is that I have no expectations placed on me for that amount of time. I may not be resting the whole time. I just can't have anybody expecting anything of me. <laughs> Does that include yourself? Yes, absolutely. So let's set this up for success. Let's okay. have you take the pledge Raise your hand. They can't see you. I can. Dear Dana Mahina. Dear Dana Mahina. I pledge. I pledge. To decompress. To decompress. And take two. And take two. I don't even want to say it that way. We're going to scratch that. Okay. I, I, re I retract my vow. <laughs> 
Dear Dana Mahina. Dear Dana Mahina. I, I, Sonia. I, Sonia. Pledge to take. Pledge to take. The time needed. The time needed. After the holidays. After the holidays. To decompress. To decompress. Sonia, will you come back on the show and tell us what that actually looked like? Yes, I will. It'll have to be after January. (laughs) It's beautiful for the new format of the show. And you are now officially elected the first brave soul to come on the show and talk about what worked, what didn't, how it went. Were you right? Did you really need two days of non-expectations from everyone, including yourself? Did it turn out that you had a couple days of like three hours of bliss uninterrupted? We would love to hear about it. And that will be the opening of the door for others to realize you too can come set a goal, get some answers, and then come occasionally back and tell us how it went. Did it work? Did it not? Do you need an adjustment? I went to the chiropractor today and maybe you just need a soulful adjustment on putting more harmony in your life. Yeah. Maybe I just need to be left alone. You know, that's also an option. And being left alone for many of us feels totally unrealistic. So if you're listening and you have a very busy, complex life, you've got a bunch of kids, you do a bunch of things for other people, you work two jobs. I mean, let's face it, there's reality here. You may not feel as if there's a luxury to take this me before we time. And I will tell you the trap for a lot of people has to do with young kids at home. Yeah. And we, right, remember we experienced so many people who were really trapped inside their homes during COVID with a bunch of real life situations that were 24 seven. Yeah. And some of you are still acting that way, even though for most of us, blessings be there's more freedom, not for everyone in the world. We wish there was for those of you that have more freedom than you did during COVID. I'm talking to you. Me before we This is a new revelation. It's really about putting yourself first in sequence, literally first. So Sonia, you have flown all over the world, right? A large portion of it, sure. Okay. Have you ever been on a flight where they said, and if oxygen is required, please help the person sitting next to you first? No. Why do they do that? Why do they say you put your mask on before helping others? Why do they say that? Because you can't really help someone if you're dying. (laughs) And for some of us, the holiday time feels like total suffocation. I have certainly felt that way. I shared that in last week's show when I used to turn myself into a pretzel trying to see every friend, extended friend, family, extended family, you know, integrated family members while I was traveling back for the holidays, which is why it was a bad trip, not a fun, relaxing, rejuvenating vacation. So we'd like you to actually consider this. Dear listeners, put your oxygen mask on first. If it's five minutes, if it's an hour, if it's two days, whatever it is, whenever it needs to happen, in order to fill your own cup up first, fill up your cup of joy, fill up your heart, fill up your mind, fill up your soul, however you want to, you know, 
call it, depending on how you like to think about your own self, this is a time for selfishness. So this is the healthy definition of selfish, putting yourself before others so that you have energy capacity and return on your own energy, return on your own time and return on the investments that you make so that when it comes to helping, supporting, serving and loving others, there is something left within you to go around. And that's why the dictionary definition of selfish is so screwed up. (laughs) So during this show, you won't know this listeners, we actually took a turn to look at the dictionary definition and the lovely and talented and brilliant Sonia looked it up and all three definitions were pretty ugly. The, the challenge we have- well, one, of, to... one of them was scientific. It was neither <laughs> ugly nor, nor anything else. It was the repetitive sequence of DNA with no known purpose, although maybe the DNA feels real bad about it, but- Fair. Yes, exactly. If your DNA is feeling bad during this show, tune into someone else's show. <laughs> We want you to be a little selfish. It goes a long way. The opposite of selfish is selfless. Let's talk about that for a moment. When you're selfless, instead of putting yourself first, me before we, you will tend to put we, the others, whomever they are, at work, at home, in your family, with your neighborhood, at church, in community, et cetera. You will put we before me. And what was the challenge, Sonia, that you're already anticipating is going to happen to you when you get through this whole soiree of holiday trip stuff? What's going to happen to you that you're going to require that time to yourself? I'm going to feel drained. I am. I'm, and I'm, I'm okay with feeling drained because it's a trade-off I'm willing to make for the holiday season. The trade-off I'm not willing to make is to not give myself time to recharge from feeling drained. Now, that is the most important thing. So we have to recharge our battery. How many of you, do not raise your hand if you're driving, charge your phone at night? I'm raising my hand. Okay. Oops, there's mine. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I do too. And remember, don't sleep with it next to your head or next to your bed. You can still hear the alarm from the next room or bathroom or right outside your door. You can hear it. Believe me, test it out and you'll know. Don't sleep with that phone next to your head. How many of you charge your phone throughout the day? You just plug it in and leave it plugged in all day, all day, all day. I do that too. My phone is basically always plugged in. (laughs) Okay. And mine is not. This is the point of this show. Everyone is different, like a fingerprint. There's no right or wrong or good or bad, other than sleeping with your phone next to your head. And there's a ton of research about that. Look it up. We're not going to derail this show to talk about that. I want you to realize if you're the kind of person that, no offense, a little bit obsessively charges your phone, there's a reason. Why do you do it, Sonia? There's a charger there and I don't want to deal with a dead phone. <laughs> that's, that's about as deep as we go. I don't want to deal with a dead phone. And what happens if your phone is dead? What's the feeling? What's the consequence? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's that's really the feeling. important. It's an important thing for you. Well, it's an important thing for me for multiple reasons. One, my job. I'm an executive assistant. I live 
on my phone. And when I'm, when you know I'm working, you expect me to be able to be reached pretty quickly because um, it's just, it's part of my job description and that's fine. The other stuff is just habit. I'm just used to having my phone on me. I'm used to being able to, if I want to look up the definition of selfish, I'm used to being able to do it immediately. And then now what, what, I was, what am I going to do? Sit there for 15 minutes while my phone charges from dead while I think about the definition of selfish? That's it's ridiculous. That's not a thing. Nobody waits anymore. <laughs> so the world has shifted to instant gratification. Well yes. done and well, well said, and it's true. And most of us have almost zero tolerance. In other words, zero patience to wait for something that's in the palm of our hand. Literally our supercomputer is in the palm of our hand. Thank you. Technology. And some days not. Thank you. So during the downtime, when you're really off with zero expectations put on you or put on yourself, you're me before weeing, you're recovering and you're building back your energy so that you're not drained. What happens to your phone during that time? Just out of curiosity. It depends. Sometimes I really want to veg out and I don't mind feeling my brain leak through my ears. And sometimes I would like to keep it constituted. And, and in those times, when I when I really need to focus on something or I really don't want to deal with a distraction or I want to do something that actually engages my brain instead of just puts a shiny bright light in front of it, I will put it away. I mean, where I can't see it. I can't. I'm one of those people, I can't have my phone next to me and ignore it. It has to be out of sight. I can't hear a buzz. I can't, none of it. It has to be as far away from me as possible. And usually in those times, for focusing more than anything, I will give it to my husband. And I say, usually I say, if Dana calls, come get me. Otherwise it's fine. <laughs> Just for the record, she makes me sound so much more demanding than I am. However, she is incredibly demanding of herself, which I appreciate for the last eight years and will always appreciate. I'm really not that demanding. People. You're not that demanding, but I also don't want you to call and then I'm not available. So same reason I have my phone charged. I don't want to deal with the situation. So I just make sure it doesn't happen. So Sonia has a really nice way of putting herself first and future-proofing. We talk about that a lot in this show, which is setting up success so that you don't have to worry during your me before we time whether it's a minute, five minutes, an hour, three days, whatever it is realistically, take the time for yourself. First, build up the store of energy, get undrained so that you are able to do other things for other people. Most of us are pretty decent human beings and want to be helpful, supportive, successful, whatever word you'd like to fill in the blank there, that's your word. That is where the storage of energy comes from is taking care of you first. And it might be a minute for you or 10 minutes for you and five hours for your family. Take the time for yourself first. And to Sonia's point, after, after there's a sprint, we don't sprint inside marathons here on this show while balancing on teeter-totters recipe for disaster that's that old school world of you have to have balance in everything at all times for everyone or you suck. Not true. Not true at all. There are sprints and the holidays are a sprint. We sprint through them. 
we have a lot of joy and a lot of exhaustion. We have a lot of productivity and then we're drained. When you're getting ahead, take a little me before we time. And after the fact, take a little me before we time. Now the show is all about bookends. So for the few minutes left in today's show, we're going to play it for you, dear listeners now. And what you're going to do in this 45 seconds is make a choice. Are you going to take whatever time you need, me before we, before the big soiree of holidays kicks in? Are you going to take it after? Are you going to go for both? Are you going to try to do something in the middle of it? What are you going to do before, during, after, before, during, after, before, during, after? I want you to make a commitment, take these 45 seconds, bliss out with the music, and let's choose. So Sonia, did you add to your holiday decompression me before we schedule? Is it still after? Are you going to add something before and during? Are you sticking with after? What'd you choose? For me, after just works best. Over the years, I've tried the middle. That tends to just frustrate me because I, I get into a lull and I try and pull myself back up and then I'm annoyed that I have to, or I'm annoyed that I'm trying to slow down when I don't necessarily want to in the moment. So for me, middle is, is almost always out of it. And the before is always a rush, just, just the way it goes. And I'm fine with it. Most importantly, I am fine with it being a rush. And what I've done in the past and what I'm doing this year is I'm just, I work into my vacation time. I work in, you know, what I think at, in the moment I will need. I try to be as realistic as possible. And then I adjust as I go. And granted, I have the luxury and the freedom and the privilege to be able to do that. Not everybody has that. I understand, but I do. And that's how I function best. And that's the perfect way to wrap the show. However you function best, whichever approach will return the most energy to you, whichever approach will feel the most joyful and valuable, and whichever approach will allow you a little bit of selfish time in order to be more selfless for others, we really encourage it. We want to hear about it. We want to know what worked. We want to know what didn't work. We want commitments, accountability, because, you know, it's Dear Dana Mahina, and we're here. There's so many ways to find us. There's so many ways to reach out. Sonia, run it down. How do they find us and what more can they give you to do so that you can see those questions and comments coming through? So you can absolutely message us on social media. We are on Instagram and Twitter, Dana Mahina. We are on LinkedIn, Dana Mahina. And you can also write to us on our website, danamahina.com. And if all of that is too much, just 
leave us a comment on wherever you're listening to this podcast. And Dana.Mahina for Instagram. We always forget the dot. And some people apparently have had an issue because we hear about it and then we go, (laughs) ah, if we could only get rid of the dot, but we cannot. So we deal with it. That's what we do. Dana, take a pause, Mahina on Instagram. (laughs) And there's plenty of shows about the power of pause. So listen to those back episodes, whether you're listening on the islands, on radio, whether you're listening on the podcast, again, to Sonia's point, wherever you hear your podcast, we wish you an incredibly joyful Thanksgiving. If you celebrate that holiday, we call it gratitude day at my house. It's all about gratitude. I'm grateful for all of you. I'm grateful for Sonia. Frankly, I'm grateful for myself. There's my we before me, because I thanked all of you. And then I thanked me. So you got to hear how that worked. So next week on next week's show, I will thank myself first. I'm kidding. (laughs) You can take this way too far. And we will be airing these episodes throughout the holiday season to help you with whatever is affecting your joy, your productivity, and your value. And we wish you so much holiday bliss and joy and some time somewhere, somehow for yourself, even a little bit. So thank you, Sonia, as always. Thank you for having me and I will talk to you guys next time. Until next time. Ahui ho! Ete pu